0: Hello and welcome to a Stardust Year by episode 281.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Boo, 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 boo,
0: boo. I'm Chris and joining me today are
1: Ames. Caitlin. and.
2: He froze. Oh no. Wow, well. well. Jake. <laughs> Haven't had one of those in a while. Mm. A Jake.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Remember uh, the last
1: time I had a good Jake?
0: Pfft, yo. I'm
3: not even sure what that means.
1: Uh, I don't either, but uh Fair enough. I assume that when Red and Stimpy were talking about going number 3, that they meant a Jake.
3: We call that a Jacksonville Jake.
2: What is happening? I think you know. I think we should talk about Star Trek.
1: No! Okay.
0: Today we will be discussing drone... And extreme risk, extreme, it's the 90s. Extreme. Mountain Dew <laughs> for a second.
1: Kids' I thought... <laughs>
3: seat still just five bucks.
1: I don't know why, but I sort of half expected you'd be like drone and extreme drone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Boo>. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. First up in drone, what is it? Oh, yeah, so they're. Puttering around on a shuttle to look at a nebula because it's super, super deadly. And for some reason, it would be better to go on a brinky dink shuttle instead of a big ass starship for reasons. You know,
1: gravity or something. Yeah, radiation,
0: gravity. Who the. Uh, Really, let's be honest, it was a flimsy excuse to have a transporter issue. And uh, when they beam everyone back, some of Seven's nanoprobes get mixed in with the EMH's mobile emitter. Oh, no. Uh, He needs
2: that? Yeah, yeah.
0: So that then stabs some guy in the neck, and oh, we and get was Mulcahy, gruesome.
2: who yes. got no lines but a name.
0: Yes, yes. And uh, Mulcahy and the dro- the the probes and the thing make three vix, otherwise known as one, a Borg drone compro, comp- compro- composed <laughs> composed of. Uh, 29th century tech And Mulcahy's DNA But he's ah, played by a different actor
1: Making one sexy baby
0: And uh He's super advanced But you know has the mind of a child They upload a bunch of data Into him and uh He's like know, are he's you my mother? Seven? Pretty much yeah he, he imprints on her Like a baby duck Aww. And uh You know things are going okay You know, Seven, like, deactivates his his little call the Borg-a-phone, because that would be bad, but it turns itself on, (gasps) and the Borg show up, and they're like, hey, we want your super advanced babby, and they're all like, fuck off, and he- (laughs) Oh, and he names himself One, so I'm sure the people that wrote One last season were like, fuck, we already used your title.
2: Whoops. One of One.
0: (laughs) Yes, and One of One here beefs up their shields a bit and beefs up their phasers a bit, But then he's like, yeah, this really isn't going well. Despite all that, the Borg reflect their phaser beam back at them. So he's like, fuck this noise. I have internal transporters. Transports over to this Borg sphere that has appeared. uh, Hijacks it. Throws it into the nebula. It goes squish. We're all like, oh no, poor one. But then Harry's like, wait, he's alive. So they beam him aboard and he's looking rough. And uh, Doc is all, I gotta operate. And one is like, no, I felt their thoughts. They'll just keep coming for me. And eventually they'll like, you know, kill you and take me and become super advanced. So I'm not going to let you operate on me. And he dies. And Seven has a sad.
1: And Doctor has a happy because he can finally get his fucking emitter back. Yeah. Yeah, To get out of his
3: head. Dig it out of of his (laughs) brain. Uh,
0: That's That's the thing that was sort of, you know, we all kind of were aware of, but did not see was him. Cutting into
3: one's skull and just reaching could, in to be like,
2: could he transport it out? That'd be oh, cleaner.
3: Maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, this episode I don't know, it's all right, but I have to say, it just to me felt like a not as good version of Iborg. Borg.
1: Is that the one with Hugh?
3: That's the one with Hugh.
1: Yeah, it was definitely not as good as Hugh.
3: And it was, but it, like, and it had a lot of the same beats. The whole like Borg man tries to be people. Thing, and it just felt like I was like halfway through the episode, I'm like, oh, there's there's a isn't there a point where he's just trying to like decide a name and and he wants to take <laughs> Tuvok's name, and I'm like, oh wait, no, that's what fucking that's the other episode because he was I'll, he was walking down the hall with Tuvok.
1: It also felt like, like there were some similar beats to that time Julian tried to like or Odo or whoever tried to raise the Jem'Hadar and like tried to like teach it to yeah. go against oh, it. its yeah. nature.
3: Yeah, that was, that, yeah, I also thought of that one too. Yeah it just seems like this this episode's not bad but it just it's trodden ground that's been multiplied mu- trotted upon multiple times trodden. yeah and, and, and better
0: modern televisions are not kind to his suit
2: i like his suit what didn't you like about his suit it just it, the, I mean, the design was like is good
0: but it just looks like there's some very rough edges, and not in that, like, Borg way, in the the mold-was-rushed kind of way. But he's
2: from, he's a, uh, it's future Borg tech, so it's supposed to look like that. Is it? Apparently.
0: I mean, it definitely looks more semi-organic.
2: I like
1: that uh, it
0: glowed, that's
2: what I'll say. I like, I like
0: yeah, his, his little, glowy,
2: glowy bits.
0: His Tron bars, yeah.
1: I thought those. it was weird that uh, when the... When the Voyager shot at the the Borg with their, their phaser beams and they were like, you know, whatever you say, I'm rubber, you're glue, <laughs> whatever yep. bounces off me ruins your hull. Mm. I thought that was pretty weird for the Borg. Yeah, it's well, a little more it's... playful than I'm used to the Borg being, you know.
0: Well, you know, because normally they can just uh, they can just be like puny weapons. We don't even have to worry about it, but because one had uh, jacked them up, they were like, oh, oh, we actually have to like kind of try this time we
2: really want that future tech. Yep,
0: yeah, yep, yeah, which which let's be honest doesn't make a ton of sense. What doesn't? Like, I get that the mobile emitter is tech from the future, but it's just a mobile emitter. It somehow then extrapolates all this up. it would be like if you assimilated a blender and then were able to make an entire kitchen based on a blender.
2: The thing is, nanoprobes are basically magic. Magic, yeah. They can do whatever you want, so it's the nanoprobes reading into it and and finding ways to use whatever the tech is. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's just got a really good, long-lasting battery, you know? Like, maybe that's the tech that it took. Maybe Mulcahy was just that cool. Maybe. Mm. Well, he was a descendant of Father Mulcahy from M.A.S.H., so...
0: That, he probably I, had a few tricks up his sleeve. That is the yep. only other place I've heard that name, so I definitely had similar, like, MASH thoughts. And well, of course, in... in What was it? The movie, René Auberjonois was Mulcahy.
3: There you go. Perfect. So
1: he's also he figured a Figured out the
3: connection. Yeah. I mean, does that mean we can know, watch man. MASH
2: as a Star Trek... No, dog? we've discussed this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it comes up every goddamn time. Every time? Every uh, wh- wh- time.
3: Okay, well, if we can't do regular M.A.S.H., can we at least do the Monster M.A.S.H.?
1: <laughs>
2: God damn
3: it. The, the problem is this is coming out in November, so...
2: Whatever, better late than never. Yeah, so in, in comparing Drone to Iborg and all the similar kind of beats, it's also easy to compare one to Hugh. And they're kind Mm. of like a very similar story of of self-sacrifice and learning humanity and all this thing. And I just want to give lots and lots of props because it's actually very entertaining watching J. Paul Bomer in this role, especially because we've seen him before, which is quite hilarious. Yeah. Uh, For those who don't recognize him, he was that Nazi commander in the killing game.
0: And apparently he was a Cardassian at some point in DS9.
1: And as I said then, and probably, maybe, uh, it's really not a stretch to go from playing a Nazi to playing a Borg or a Cardassian, because they are both genocidal psycho assholes. Well, this so what you're is saying
3: it. is this guy just, just exudes Nazi vibes?
1: It seems like he must, because he keeps getting cast as Nazis.
3: I was about to say that, well, we will eventually
0: see him as a Vulcan, but oh, wait. <laughs> oh, oh wait, what? They,
1: oh, wait, oh, they Vulcans love Nazis. Love They're
0: Nazis. Just in the Nazis fan club.
1: I was like, wait, they're not Nazis, but then I was like, oh yeah, Mr. Spock does love a Nazi though. I mean, just for their efficiency,
2: you know? I'm sure.
0: Yeah, sorry Ames, I got. Yeah, so it's it's the performance of what was it, Bomer?
2: Yeah, Bomer, cuz I think I think he's he's quite good in this. I think he's he is. I think he's a cutie pie cuz I also remember like he's a big Trekkie, which is very cute. And he oh, gets to be really a Borg, which is like the ultimate in in Trekkie fantasies.
0: Yeah, that's that's like I feel like it's, you know, for a lot of people be that or Klingon would be like their first choice.
2: Which do you think you have to be in the chair
1: for longer?
0: Oh, Borg. I think
2: this was... A, yeah, this seemed like a lot. Because they had to do, a, like, body cast and... Yeah.
0: Mm. yeah. Klingon, they'll just find you a, a costume that you'll fit into well enough. And they just do the head and maybe hands. But yeah, for a Borg, it's a whole... Especially this one, like... This is a... a main Borg. He's in the whole episode. There's a lot of close-ups. I'm sure, like, with background Borg, you don't see that well. They, like, just kind of throw some lycra on them and glue on some old bits they have lying around. It's like, look, it's not gonna look great up close, but we're never gonna see you up close, so it's fine. This was probably, like, a full, proper fucking, you know. But yeah, I thought he did a good, like, good job of being kind of, like, you know, I'm a grown-ass adult, but I'm also kind of a kid without it going into, like, a goofy, obnoxious realm. Like, he he walked weird for a little bit like Mm. he was still getting used to it
1: he was like very dick forward at that point which made me upset but aside from that
2: uh i loved it (laughs) (laughs) of course you did it's like yes aim that cod piece this way (laughs) (laughs) of course it was
1: fucking huge i mean it'd be difficult not to aim it that way because (laughs) it's just a fucking enormous god piece (laughs) i was like sir wow
2: (laughs) the the borg really are that advanced (laughs) they
1: have the 29th century is really uh way ahead that's
3: good. Well, you know, they it got its, you know, part of its physical description from Seven of Nine's nanoprobe. So it's like, oh, I have to make everything extra large. Oh, God. Alternately, Mulcahy might have just been huge. <laughs> that's also
0: possible.
1: I don't know. No, that, Mulcahy? Know.
0: That's why he has no lines. He's so exhausted from hauling around his, his hog that he just can't speak. He <laughs> <Wow. laughs> he can't... He
1: can't...
2: <laughs> Get the energy to say a fucking line. Yeah, if he tries to
1: talk, all the blood rushes to his head and he just passes out.
0: It did seem funny. Like, I feel like the one thing I would have done differently is I would have had Mulcahy and one be the same actor.
2: Yeah, that that would make more sense. I bet they didn't want to pay him or something.
0: Yeah, maybe. But we never saw Mulcahy again after.
3: Yeah, we never saw Mulcahy again after one came about. So I don't see why.
0: they never showed scenes, so there was no issue of like, "Oh, we'll have to do weird split screen shit." I guess they really wanted to emphasize that it was like a combination of factors. And what a fucking a th-
3: deadbeat dad Mulcahy is! You know, <laughs> kid shows up and just he's gone. He peaced out.
2: <laughs> he transported he himself. Asked. He directly never asked to be a family. father. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Worst father since war <laughs> Seven of Nines like, oh, he 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 got my skin and. Uh, Mulcahy's like oh he's got He's got my cock And then the doctor's like he's got my fucking mobile of yeah, that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <sighs> Yeah doc is uh. also kind of funny this episode The first we see he's like He's like a new student of photography All of a sudden like that's still a fucking thing I and love he says, how- everybody, everybody, gather together for a group shot in front of the nebula as we're slowly exploding.
0: I love how huge the camera is. It's ridiculous.
2: It's also fucking, st- like, unnecessary and absurd because we saw back in, like, Mortal Coil, they have something already, like, doing a hollow recording whenever you go out somewhere. Oh, yeah. Because remember, we got to yeah. see Neelix die several times.
0: Yeah, that, yeah.
3: But see, yeah, now but he like- can- There's surveillance cameras in every ATM and people still take photos, so.
2: Take photos of themselves at an ATM?
3: I love doing that. I'm sure someone Don't you? I take photos of other people at ATMs. It's really fun. They react (laughs) amazingly. So well.
0: Uh, See, the thing is, all I could think of the whole time was uh, there's that not running gag, like it only comes up a handful of times, but there is a semi, I guess, running gag in, in Futurama where something absurd happens. Bender whips out a camera, goes, neat, and takes a photo. Right. So all I could think of was Bender.
2: Even though sometimes he just uses his head as a camera.
0: Yes, yes. But that's Futurama. It's supposed to be ridiculous. But I
1: also feel like uh, the doctor should be able to use his head as a camera. Well, right? Yes, he's but... just
0: whatever he is. I mean, the, again, I we this is our running commentary with this show, is you aren't utilizing your holographic doctor properly.
3: I mean, also, though, He could just be wanting to do, you know, like have a human experience. and
1: He's an artistic kind of dude, too. He likes his opera. Yeah, I mean, you can,
0: like, he has to actively frame this shot versus, you know, anyone can take the hollow recording and move it around and futz with it. It's like, no, no, I I have to make some active decisions in the moment that I cannot undo. I refuse to
2: smile for your photo, Doc.
0: Maybe it's higher res. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that this opens with Seven practicing smiling.
2: Oh, that was yeah. cute.
3: Which I thought was cute. Yeah. And
0: then she has a sad in the mirror at the end.
2: Yeah. Practicing oh, Yeah, that crowding. was the other thing.
0: Oh. That that actually annoyed me. But when the EMH just kind of strolls in and she's like, announce yourself. It's like, yeah, it is her room. I mean, I know it's a also a cargo bay, but it's mostly her room now. You should have I mean,
3: You would think that they could just install those Borg. Chambers in, you know, a, a regular quarters? an actual room. They're heavy, so that she dude. could you have proper quarters.
0: Shit? Yeah, you'd, you'd think. You'd think. Or again, just probably just, build a new one. It probably wouldn't be that hard to just make it so that that door works like a quarters door, where people can't just stroll in.
3: Well, we've also, see, but it's still being used as an active cargo bay as well. Like we've, there was that scene yeah. where, like, Neelix was looking for his. That's right. His that's right. His thermos or whatever. Um, yeah, meanwhile so like,
2: Seven's trying to take a nap
3: <laughs> Yeah
0: I mean, I imagine when she is plugged in She's probably, like, pretty, like You know, cut off Like, it's probably Yeah, there's probably, like, sensors that can wake her If, like, something goes awry If someone gets, you know, too close or points a gun at her or something But otherwise, well, she she's in, probably
3: In this episode, she woke up Because she detected, uh Detected one coming online
0: Yeah, 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 it set off her proximity alarm Hmm She's basically a Roomba.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Our Roomba runs into shit all the time.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, she's a 24th century Roomba. That's the secret origin of the Borg, an internet-enabled Roomba. It's not anything else anyone has ever theorized. It wasn't, you know, some distant alien world. It wasn't that comic that suggested Bones accidentally invented them. A Roomba goes sentient.
2: Oh yeah, that's, why that's already wanna... bound to happen. Like already, Roombas are on the internet, so.
0: See, and that's why that's why they assimilate. Their simple command of "suck everything up" to clean somehow, you know, they they crashed into a, an alien probe. Into becomes... Oh no! <laughs> See a Roomba, a space Roomba. Jim Kirk.
1: <laughs>
3: Has somebody uh, Roy made Kirk. a hentai of a yes. Roomba?
0: Probably. Oh, ah. almost. I, rule 34 old boy yeah oh, old
1: boy
2: it's ru- rule 34 old sport <laughs> i
1: mean
3: to be fair that's, like... that's
2: also a joke in rested development i'm more machined than man
0: <laughs> is that uh buster, Job? buster no? i mean yeah 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 Job is the magician played by will arnett yes right right yeah yeah. buster's the one that winds up with a hook hand yes
2: played
1: by Tony what Hale. buster gets a oh. hook hand
0: my yes. god
1: Really? Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Why?
3: I don't know, to be honest. I just know he He loses does.
2: his hand. Well,
1: well, yes, but... I
0: won't spoil <laughs> I how.
2: You should watch the show. It's an amazing yep. show.
3: For, uh, for all of your viewing pleasure, it's not... It, it's safe for work, but... He'd, he'd make a good uh, EMH
0: mark later.
2: Oh, that'd be great.
0: Tony Hale.
2: I, I adore <laughs> Tony Hale.
0: Great. This is now in my history. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. Oh god, Jake is sending us links. Links of robot <laughs> fucking.
0: I, I was expecting far worse. Yeah, it's not too bad. She's at least mostly clothed.
2: Oh, I like that the Roomba's in a little in a little uh maid's outfit.
3: <clears throat>
2: That's very cute.
3: We're not dressing up the Roomba.
2: Why not? Can we give him the can you give him like a little nomad antenna?
1: Wouldn't it get hit when you tried to like go under stuff? That's though? true. He wouldn't he wouldn't go do well going under the table.
0: Mm.
3: Oh God, yeah, but searching for Roomba Rule Thirty Four is a much
2: oh Christ. different result. Oh no, don't. So anyway, do this,
0: it. Uh, this episode, this has this been a episode. weird tangent of Roombas and Arrested Development. Neat. Um.
2: Oh, another weird hmm. thing the doctor does. The doctor and kind of bolana do because I, I, I give Bolana as much credit in in this stupid thing as as, as well. She's napping. And the doctor's been, oh, yeah, yeah. been waiting for her to work on his uh, mobile, mobile emitter. And he wakes her up while she's sleeping because his video screen is pointed right at the bed. No! yeah, Point that elsewhere, Torres.
0: Pick and it also, up and move it. <laughs> why is there a screen in the toilet? Good question. I believe, uh, Caitlin, you put it best.
1: Told you never to call me on this on this wall.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, people do have um, medical distress in the bathroom. You might want to call true. the doctor. But you that- have a communicator, goddammit.
0: But also, like, <laughs> that, that one, if you have to have one there, it should be outgoing only. Yeah. Like, people shouldn't be able to just ring you up on your toilet wall. Because that is, uh, no, you know? That ain't. And it's one of those things that was obviously done for the sake of a, in the world's biggest scare quotes, joke.
2: Yeah, not a good
0: one. Um, Well, again, they just, it was already done better by Spaceballs. Yeah. And Spaceballs is a world that's supposed to be ridiculous. This world is supposed to be semi-real. So it's like, no, this is bad.
3: Yeah, the Doctor clearly has some issues with boundaries, though.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
3: Between that and walking in on Seven, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Seven
2: yeah. has a great line. I think it's with with the doctor. He comes in and he says good morning and she says I that remains to be seen and I want to start using that when people say good morning to me. <laughs>
3: she, that was chicote that she said was that. Was it too, Ch- wasn't okay, it? even better. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was a it was a great
0: response and I loved it. Was it was that this episode or It was this yeah, episode. Was, it was when it was
3: she it. detected the Borg signal. Ah, uh, I tried that right
0: there. Oh yeah, that's all. This also had uh, apparently Kim is in charge during like the graveyard shift sometimes.
3: He wasn't actually in charge. He just sits in the chair to feel but notice that he didn't sit in the captain's chair. He sat in Chicote's chair. So even he, he he didn't have the balls to sit uh sit where Janeway goes. I bet Chicote's well, you know, is...
2: chair has little those little massaging nobules in the back.
0: Well they, they both do, but Janeways are set at a, a level that that just hurts Harry, so he uses Chakotay's.
2: <laughs> yes, accurate.
0: She she's made of sturdier stuff. <laughs>
3: jacob's chair has a built-in toilet
2: why
3: (laughs) you don't want to leave the bridge during a crisis situation no no look
0: if it anything it has a built-in tub (laughs) Mm. okay there it is he pushes a button the leather drops away and he plumps it plunks in he's like ah tub I want to try to do it like Zat Branagan's lore, but the word tub is too short to kind of give it that. Ah,
1: wow. <laughs>
0: nope. <laughs> that, that was a little more no. Homer Simpson There's going no for a donut.
1: <laughs> I thought it was like mm. brains. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it cut his hair, which which makes me sad. I miss his floppy 90s hair. Whose Who's hair? Garrett Wong's.
2: I
1: like
0: oh, I th- it because I thought I'm it was like they Homer. <laughs> yeah, it just, well, it just looks a bit more like Chakotay's now.
2: Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, I think it. I think it suits Garrett Wong, and he's a uh, he's an attractive fellow.
0: Oh, I, I mean, it suits him. But I, tell you, I I already miss the old haircut.
2: Another very strange line. This one definitely from the Doctor. So, um, Seven realizes something's going on Borg, are on. Borg on board. All that thing. Um, and they say, "Quick to the science lab!" And the Doctor, in the ver- in the in a very dumb delivery, that in yeah. a line that was emphatically unnecessary, says, "The science lab. My mobile emitters in there." And I wrote, why?
0: <laughs> because the writers didn't trust the audience.
3: Ugh. I don't know. They just showed it! it. I kind of bought it in the doctor, like, in the doctor's personality that, like, that would be the thing that he'd be worried about.
0: Well, yes, but why would he say it out loud alone in the... Well, you know?
3: yes, that was yeah. that was strictly for the audience's benefit. it was, to, s- it was benefit. to
2: somebody saying, oh, no, if there, yeah. if there is a Borg on board and the Borg is in the science lab... My mobile emitter could be in the hands of Borg. Like, the the train of thought would make sense if he were talking to a person.
0: What, mm. what I thought, too, was like, the science lab? This whole ship has one... I know it's not big, but it's a Starfleet scout vessel. It should have at least two.
2: Well, they have astrometrics now.
0: Yeah. Which
2: is a but nice
3: yeah, lab. That's s- just the general, generic science. Yeah. yeah. Anytime we need science done... Well, is it chemistry or is it biology? It it is. Is. What, what's science. going on?
0: It's TV science. All science is science. That's right. And a scientist knows all science ever scienced and ever will be scienced.
3: <laughs> Batman's a scientist. Yikes.
0: <laughs> true. Uh, and that one has Nimoy. It all comes back. Yep, there you go.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, so, so so we've now got confirmation that the baby Borg that we saw in the first time we met the Borg.
2: Kidnapped. Mm.
3: Was kidnapped, not born. Yep. Yeah. They, they they actually assimilated an infant. And they do yep.
2: apparently do it all the time.
3: Yeah. Like, they have the maturation chamber, so it's a. I, I got to imagine they,
0: they like, even though they've already, you know, started giving it little, you know, it's got its little hat and whatever else that we see in that episode, they must wait a while to actually connect them to the hive mind, because otherwise, like, you know, I feel like it would kind of fuck things up. You know, they're like, we got to assimilate, but I want to watch Cars too.
2: Sad. Sad. <laughs> you tried.
0: I did.
2: What did y'all think of Seven this episode? I don't
0: know. Thought Jerry Ryan did well.
2: Well, you can say that any episode. <laughs> That's true. The, I particularly really liked it whenever, like, the couple early instances when she was talking with one, when he was still like, give me more info. I want to eat mm. it up with my nom-nom yeah. mouth. Om-nom-nom. Yeah. And she gets all Borg in the same way that in I, Borg, Picard got all locutus in Hugh's face.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Seven gets all seven. In one's face to say, like that is resistance is futile. You will comply. You will comply, young man. Go to your
0: room. Well, you know she knows what he'll respond to because he's still mostly bored programming. Now yeah. the question is, would she just try that on a human, purely human child? Was she babysitting? Who knows? Oh God, we're probably gonna find out. I bet that's an episode with Naomi Wildman.
2: We'll see. I don't oh, remember. Boy.
0: Neither do I. But I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Well, I I always love when Seven goes full Borg, and it's a it's a whole lot of fun.
0: Mm. I appreciate that you know she she had an obvious attachment to one for obvious reasons, but they didn't lean too heavily on any like
2: mommy. They lean too he- yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the doctor said, go, you know, go ask your mother, like, made like a mother joke once, but it was like, Mm. like just a little light button at the end of a scene kind of a thing instead of just a, so Seven, what does it feel like to have another Borg on board?
0: Yeah, like, I think they handled it pretty well. They didn't over-egg anything.
2: Yeah. And I liked the rapport an awful lot. Mm -hmm. And I liked watching, you know, One's progression and his little sacrifice. It got resolved a little easily. For yeah. me, it felt like I don't. I don't know where I would have like h- taken more time. Maybe make it a two-parter. Because this one, you know, maybe could have room to have J. Paul Bomer around for another another episode. We like him, but it just felt yeah, like man, man. oh, and then he he self destructs. That's it. Bye.
0: Well, that's the thing too. It's like once they establish that the emitter is like integrated into his brain and is running his autonomous functions, you're just like, oh yeah, no, he's he's gonna die. Like, obviously they weren't going to keep him around, but it was like, you know, otherwise you can be like, maybe they'll find a way to like, you know, do something. Leave him somewhere <laughs> where he can have a life, but not on the ship. But it was just like, oh, yeah, no, no, he's going to die somehow. Yeah, we are, we are
2: not putting Picardo back in only the sick bay again after <laughs> we let him have some freedom for a season.
0: And we're not going to have, you know. One, pay a new regular and put him in that outfit every week.
2: Oh, true. That is a lot of, uh, work. That is a lot of work.
0: Interesting sort of juxtaposition uh, from, you know, sort of the middle in the end where uh, when they first switch him on and he's just just basically a drone. Mm. And he's grabbing Seven and she's like, you're hurting me. And then later he's dying and you're hurting me. But emotionally.
2: Oh, yeah, that was cute.
0: I thought her uh, delivery was very yeah. good on the second one. I mean, it's fine on the first, but you know what
2: I mean, though. Yeah. She- I- I also really liked her Voyager is my collective line when I think uh, one asks her, wouldn't you want to join the Borg collective again? Mm. She says, no, I've got one. It's right here. It's Got Chakotay apparently in it.
0: That was a, a little cheesy, but she's oh, talking about Oh, I the liked child. it. It would have been interesting. I, I, you know, again, I know it wasn't really the focus. And we didn't have time, but, you know, to sort of plumb, not plumb, explore a little the effect of, of having brushed brush with the Borg again on her. Mm. Like, you feel like this is, you know, if you want to treat her like an addict in recovery, like, she's kind of gotten close to the source again, but she, she rejects it pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, it's like she went to a party at a bar and said, I'll have a seltzer.
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm sure maybe, again, I I don't know where, we're really where I started to kind of taper off, you know, if if they might eventually do something with that.
2: I'm gonna say probably not. <laughs> Because they, re- they really don't bother making this uh, cereal at all.
0: No, I know. But I just mean because I know they're going to run to the Borg more. Like, they might oh, we'll use be it out there. in an episode without necessarily referencing this one in any capacity.
2: Mm. Do you guys want to hear the original pitch?
0: I like, know oh, this is oh, one, yeah. our,
2: one of our favorite games.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, God. Guess, so guess which character
2: Guess which character is involved instead of Seven.
0: <laughs> seven gets ripped in half and like a worm... <laughs> Her torso grows new legs. The legs grow a new torso.
2: (laughs) I would watch that episode. (laughs) Go on, though. And then it just becomes the enemy within. I'm seven. (laughs) Uh, No, the original pitch. Here we go. It involved Tom crash landing on some planet and getting horribly injured to the point that his arm is just kind of like dangling off by a flap.
0: What? Writer wanted to (laughs) mutilate the actors so badly.
2: Really badly. What the fuck? And like he, he it's on a planet with some people who are like really like technologically advanced somehow. And they use some kind of technological ingenuity to reattach his arm. And then the I don't, I don't know where it went from there because they said, no, let's not rip Tom's arm off, please. Did it,
0: did it turn <laughs> into that that terrible movie where like the guy winds up like with a hand transplant, but it's a criminal's hand and it starts to commit crimes against his will? I
1: don't know. It didn't say anything past that. Jesus. What movie is that? that? Is that Idle Hands? I think so. Yeah. Was it like Devin Sawa and like? Oh, I do Seth not Green? remember
0: anything beyond the basic premise. That is awful, and I hate it.
2: <laughs> Poor
1: this, Tom.
0: This was this was a better idea. Oh yeah, Maybe if a he had familiar.
1: Idea. Maybe if he had fewer arms, he'd be less of a jack off. Eh? <laughs> oh
0: no, you only need one. Uh oh, that oof, that's bad. I hate that don't like that at all.
2: Yeah, I think the, the last note that I made was, Janeway, the whole episode long, is very for letting one continue to be around instead of destroying it when it's a in, a, in its little fetus jar thing.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, she was- really
2: disgusting. She was really hoping that she'd have an excuse to blow the ship up. Ah, uh, I thought I thought it was her like making up for killing two Vix by not killing this thing. <laughs>
0: uh, no. that, that's, I said something to her. It's like, wait a minute. I mean, last time there was a transporter accident, you couldn't wait to murder it. Now you're like, huh? Super advanced Borg. Let's can, let it live.
1: What could possibly go wrong?
0: Maybe he can give you some shiny new tech to try to put into a probe.
2: Oh, is that what happens in in an extreme risk?
0: I. Thought so? Isn't that what they did? Is, is was yeah, that the deal with
2: the probe? I don't. I didn't understand the probe. Let's let's figure it out as we go along.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, in extreme risk, the Voyager has launched a probe which had some kind of. Mod- they said something about crazy shielding that I think was one's. I, I I had been working under the assumption that they'd given it like some of the modifications he'd programmed into Voyager.
2: Okay, I didn't. I didn't get any like, of that, but it makes sense.
0: To see if they could like actually utilize them long term without him being around. Either way, this probe seemed to be a test bed for something. Whether yeah. or not it was from one or I don't know, Balana or Vorik or whatever. Either way, Fucking there's something Vorik. up with this. There's something up with this probe. And uh, the uh, some new Melons with a farty ship show up. This one led by Vrelk, and they try to steal it. And, uh, you know, the Voyager's too far away to actually get there in time, but they still have a, a remote connection to it. So they have it break away from the, the Malon and plunge itself into an atmosphere of a gas giant, which will buy them time to get there and try to recover it somehow. Meanwhile, is playing video games with the safeties off. Not sure why that's an option. Right. But- uh, and she's distant and not argumentative, which is a problem with her. You know, like, that's a sign that something's wrong with, with her, unlike, you know, most people either be the other way around. And this sort of is vaguely intertwined with the other plot, which is why I'm kind of describing them together like this, is, you know, they get to the gas giant, and they're like, ah, it's it's too far down for us to uh, get to with a normal shuttle. And hey, last episode, they actually seeded this idea of maybe we should have a better shuttle. And Tom's like, well, guess what, bitches? I'm a pilot, but I'm apparently also
3: an engineer? He built and that had-
2: pick. He built a, a, a race car in the holodeck once.
3: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It was an old Chevy or something.
0: There was a. Uh... Fuck, I can't remember how she mispronounced the name, so I can't remember the name. Anyway, so he's built himself a space hot rod, the Delta Flyer. And they, you know, now there's a space race going on because they realize the MailOn are also building a little high pressure shuttle to try to get this thing. So they're working on the shuttle, Tom puts knobs and buttons in so only he'll be able to fly it, because <laughs> no one else it, will know what the fucking knobs and buttons do. Jack whip.
1: I was getting sick of all, all the pushing on panels, whatever the fuck.
0: I mean, that I, I, I get it, but again, you're making it so that only you can fly this thing. Anyway, and yeah, so Balana is continuing to play video games and hurt herself, and... When she runs a simulation to see if the micro fissures in the flyer could be an issue, she turns off the safeties again. Something kerplodes, she hits her noodle. Doc examines her and is like, she's fine, but she's got a lot of injuries. And some of them are quite old, something's up, and Janeway confines her to quarters. Uh, And then there's a really uncomfortable scene where Chakotay manhandles her into a the holodeck to watch all of her friends die and basically it turns out knowing that all of her friends died gave balana depression which and makes sense yeah yeah you know so she's been like trying to feel things and all that and then she's like let me go on this mission i'm not just trying to get hurt i want to do my job they go on the mission and uh the
1: first thing she does is jump off a cliff. What the fuck, Balana?
0: <laughs> and they they rescue the probe, and Balana jury rigs a force field with a phaser and some hoodly doodlies. She's already all better because that's how psychology works in Star Trek. Yeah, B mm-hmm.
3: how Belana got her groove back. The, the-
2: she was cured by pancakes? Is that what happened? Something like that. Yeah, banana pancakes.
1: Well, no, no, the, pancakes
0: <laughs> the pancakes were the sign that she'd been cured, because they, uh-huh. they made her crack a smile this time, unlike the last time.
1: Well, that's because she made them. Fucking
0: Neelix. Neelix? You, know, you know how Neelix does. Well, that, he'd replicated them last time, too. Well, it was I know, but you times. know how
1: he fucks with shit. He probably, like, any time that he, he asks for something from the replicator, he's probably like, and if you could just give it just a little bit of that... That Neelix charm, that'd be great. So it wasn't bananas, it was like fucking yeah. some kind right. of disgusting <laughs> bananas, root.
3: but he made it with like garlic or something.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I...
3: Bana- banana and onion pancakes.
1: Oh, that sounds fucking
0: absolutely vile. I feel like that's something some fucking hipster diner would try.
1: Well, yeah, they certainly the will banana. now, since I'm sure they're listening to this podcast.
0: So I will something say, with hipsters. with for all that this is, again, Trek... Doing psych stuff and... Uh. Tying it up very neatly. In some respects, it's one of the better jobs they've done. Some. Like, in my... Like, what struck me was when she said, like, she knew something was wrong because she was feeling nothing. Mm-hmm. Because it reminded me of a story of, um... You know, the actor Hugh Laurie. Uh, saying when he realized he probably needed to get some help was that he was... It, it, it relates... He was in a celebrity demolition derby, which is apparently a thing.
2: Jesus Christ, that sounds like a bad idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. But he said, like, and he knew something was wrong because he didn't feel, you know, he was neither. He wasn't exhilarated, but he also wasn't afraid. He said, I was mostly bored. It's like you're in cars crashing into each other and you're bored. He was like, I should see someone. Mm. So the idea that, like, you know, she's like, I'm feeling nothing Ever with, you know, it's not even that like, which is, you know, because I feel like too often it's like depression is just always you're sad. And that's not always the case. I thought it was, you know, they were like, yeah, no, sometimes you just don't feel things or you don't feel them as strongly as you should.
1: Well, certainly when I realized I had depression, it was because I wasn't finding excitement in things that I used to love. Yeah. Can can confirm.
0: And the fact that she sort of responds by pursuing, you know, extreme sports in the holodeck kind of makes sense. Again, it's something that it would have been better if this had been seeded. This is something we're dealing with for a while. did not come out of nowhere in this episode. I suppose their excuse could be we barely saw her towards the end of last season because of her yeah. pregnancy anyway, so yeah, maybe saw, this was quietly happening in the background.
2: Yeah, all those episodes, she wasn't actually in them. She was doing this.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 says
1: Chris.
0: <laughs> but, but, you know, again, like, why, why turning off the safeties in the holodeck is even an option is beyond me. Like
2: she brings up a good point to Janeway. That's almost like, like it makes sense to say like, well, I was testing the Delta flyers microfissure thing. If the safeties had been on, I wouldn't have actually learned that it was bad. Like there would hmm. where would the proof be that there was still a problem with the flyer? If it, if it wasn't actually going to show you it was deadly.
3: Except well, I think I think it would like te- it would be able to tell it you would spit yeah. out a report like, yeah, you, and said You're you are dead, dead now. now. <laughs> well,
0: that we've seen that before. There was that episode where Tom was testing some kind of novel propulsion system on a shuttle in a simulation and it blew up, which means it just froze the program or ended the program. And he was just there and it was like, you died.
2: Yeah, well, they, they weren't testing. Will the ship blow up, which is a pretty obvious flaw in the ship. They were testing whether in these fissures, bits of nebula will get in or not.
0: Well, yeah, but I feel like you could, again, you could do, still have it simulate that, but then when it would actually murder you, it just stops. Like, I, I just, it, w- it, there's no real good reason to let your simulator kill you. Especially, even if you, let's say that maybe, yeah, there's some kind of weird thing with the science where, like, you have to switch it off for this. Okay, fine. You shouldn't be able to switch it off in the video games, though. You know, like, oh, switch off the the safety protocols in my skydiving game. No. Override. No. Fuck you. No.
2: You should at least have, like, a higher, like, a a, a second opinion. Like, someone else, like, the captain level or, like, commander level. Give the thumbs up and said yes, this is what we're agreeing to.
0: Yeah, if for some reason you need to, that I cannot think of... It should be a, a multi-person thing, like blowing... Well, then again, only one person needed to blow up Voyager unlike past ships, so... Voyager. And she's the, the most trigger-happy person on board. The intrepid class is just a free-for-all of madness.
2: Mm-hmm. What if you trick an enemy who's boarded your ship into going into the holodeck and, and, and letting them think it's still part of the ship, and then using that to kill him?
0: Oh, That's yeah, awesome. I guess Picard probably switched off the safety protocols in first contact when he shot that Borg to death
3: yeah i think I think he did
1: he would have had to,
3: but still what yeah, have... i i I just think it's weird that anybody can deactivate the fucking yeah it's safety control too easy well, it's she's funny the chief yeah.
2: engineer it makes sense that she could I don't oh, know gosh. who else could
3: it's uh it's funny
0: years I may have even brought stuff on the show once ages back, but years ago I was reading the uh new frontier novel series of Star Trek books mm. and there is like a a tertiary character in one of them who dies. Playing a video game on the holodeck with Whoops. safeties off. Whoops. It was actually, it's funny too, because it was written by Peter David, who also writes comics, and it was a very thinly veiled, I think, Avengers program. So I think she got smooshed by Thor's hammer.
2: Oh, it's a God. good way to go. If you're going to go on <laughs> the holodeck, eaten by a whale. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Bad enough, we're going to be talking transporter accidents. you got to bring up my great fear. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Yay. Um, I was also
2: wanted to bring up, like, like... Roxanne Dawson when when you give her a meaty role she is very good and I know she yeah. specifically brought this idea to the producers over dinner one day saying I want to explore Torres like having a darker side and she specifically wanted to bring up this uh, this concept of self-harm and what does that mean in in a Star Trek setting in a yeah. and and they brought in the holodeck which is a good place to put it because you can yeah. you, you can just turn the safeties off for reasons yeah and Tying it back to her her past and the McKee and learning that all of her friends are dead was a good touch that I was not expecting to ever come back again.
0: Yeah. and it's, But it's great because it's a completely reasonable thing. You know, like, oh, hey, you know, all those people you were hoping you'd maybe see one day again. Yeah. Killed, yeah. killed by some random enemy you've never heard of. I also appreciated that they didn't show any like hadar or anything because hmm. they were just told, oh, yeah, the Dominion, they killed everyone. But in theory, they probably don't have a pile of files about them, especially like, not since they've
1: been so far away for so
0: long. Yeah, oh, like, like, I like, like, that, like
2: the Voyager wouldn't know.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. What- yeah. Yeah, like, I enjoyed that when she was fighting someone in the holodeck, it was Cardassians, specifically, because those were her enemies, you know? Oh,
2: I liked that, too, but that's just because I love seeing Cardassians. <laughs> I know, I was actually a little
1: bit disappointed that we didn't get a any Gal Dukat. <gasps> <gasps> oh, that would be excellent.
0: But, yeah, that that's funny, she was like, she took out one very quickly. I was like, well, of course, a Cardassian isn't a match for even a half Klingon. And then there was another, I was like, okay, see, that almost makes it fair. I mean, two's still not enough. Hmm. But yeah, like, like I said, in some ways it still falls into a lot of old tropes and traps of 90s television, but I, I think they definitely did a better job with this than some of their other attempts.
2: Yeah, they were definitely very conscious that they were doing an episode about mental health. Yeah. And though the ending is very wave it away, everything's okay again, we, yeah, we still we don't never, need a counselor, fuck that.
0: Yeah, we will never discuss this again, she's fine.
2: Yeah, I like give them credit for like making an episode about this and seeing, like, what the effects are and Dawson, like, doing a great job.
0: Yeah. That, you know, like I said, the scene with Chakotay, super uncomfortable.
2: I can imagine, because we don't don't get to see Chakotay stumbling upon this holodeck program. Yeah. But I can imagine that there's a little bit of his uh, what-the-actual-fuck Torres in that whole scene of when he walked in and first saw it, what would his response have been? Just, like, Oh, Jesus Christ, Torres is a monster, but also she's my friend and I have to help her, but I'm really upset.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think he probably right away, to an extent, realized why it existed, but it was mm-hmm. just like, I mean, she clearly didn't want to see it again. She, like, she, she even said she only ran it for like, what, 47 seconds or something?
2: Yeah, and that was enough for her to be like, wait a minute, why am I not traumatized?
0: Yeah, so, you know, a, a rare shouty moment from him, but... I don't know, maybe maybe the shock was necessary to her system to kick her out of it, I don't know. Do appreciate, though, that yeah. we do see the two, shi- the two ship's counselors in this one, Neelix and Chakotay.
3: <laughs> Both doing a terrible job.
0: Well, I think Neelix was doing the best he could with the information he had.
3: Pancakes.
0: Yeah.
3: Heal all wounds. Did he yeah. even really
2: know that she was coming to him in a in a kind of, I need a buddy kind of a way? Or did he just want to want to be nice to her.
1: I feel like that's just Neelix autopilot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: I mean, she's there. It's late. You know, she says she, she, he's the kind of guy that, you know, she says she's doing fine. And even if he knows something's up, gonna be like, you know, I'm not going to force the issue. We're going to take it slow. We're just gonna, we're going to do our thing.
1: Maybe coffee wasn't just coffee.
3: I mean, what's interesting though, is that like, if anyone were to understand, like losing everybody you cared about, it would be Neelix. Like literally, everyone he's ever cared about has, you know, either gone away like Cass, or just been obliterated by a by a Disease. you know a WMD. Yeah,
0: best thing is is you know he doesn't know what's wrong. You know, maybe I feel like if she'd opened up to him, he would have been a great person to talk to about it. He just he maybe knows something's off, but you know what?
2: <laughs> yeah, and it looked like she was very much considering it, and very much like I'm going to go to Neelix. He's offered in the past to be my punching bag. Yeah. And I'll, I'll go to him as somebody who's, you know, a sympathetic ear and nope. see what comes of it. And, and and you can kind of see in, like, her decision, like, no, I'm not ready to talk about it kind of a thing.
0: Yeah. I also think mm-hmm. she wasn't expecting to find him there. You think? I, yeah, I feel, because like, it's pretty late. Like, I think she was hoping just to be in there alone to get some pancakes, maybe. Well, no, the pancakes seem to be a later idea. Maybe she was just going for coffee or something. But yeah, I, I, I'd have to rewatch the scene, but I wouldn't mm. be surprised if she ne- wasn't necessarily expecting to run into anyone. Sidebar, because I completely fucking forgot. Uh, Neelix had a scene with one in the last episode that was pretty cute. What was it? What was it? Where uh, one was like, they're kind of freaked out by me. He's like, oh, you know, they, people thought, I, I mean, look at me. I'm so funny looking. It's like, Were <laughs> they afraid of you? And he was like, no, but... <laughs> You know, they, they they were still surprised. <laughs> uh, he's fun. But yeah, you're right. If, if she'd opened up, he would have been a good person for it.
2: Yeah. It's like, I also realize, like, we don't actually see a ton of Taurus Chicote scenes. So yeah. when Chicote goes to her and is talking to her about stuff and she, you know, she said, oh, I was expecting the doctor to come in. And he mm. says, no, it's me. I want to I talk with you because
0: we don't have a lot of screen time together, do we? <laughs> I, I had a similar thought. It was like, oh, yeah, because I feel like in the first season, they put them together semi-frequently. Because, yeah, obviously, you know, both still not sure about this whole Starfleet thing. And I feel like they were maybe trying to make them a couple once or twice. And that was a terrible yeah. idea.
1: Well, yeah, because wasn't she like secretly in love with him? Wasn't that... I feel like
0: that was a thing once briefly. And they were like, an, an alien
2: misread it and and oh, like right. gave her a, a hot like a, a pretend Chicote to make out with. And she was that's like, right, nah, I don't actually great. want this.
0: But yeah, I feel like in recent seasons, they've had fewer scenes with them together, which is too bad. And again, seeing them together like this reminded its like, oh, yeah, they used to, like, talk a lot more. She's she's too busy with Tom now to hang with her friends.
2: Yeah, we have that Tom, we we have that her and Tom scene, though. Tom is, this episode is mostly distracted by building himself a toy. But the scene where he, like, actually tells Tora is like, I can tell something's up with you. And I'm your boyfriend. Do you want to talk about it? And she says, fucking not even a little bit, Tom.
0: <laughs> uh, and he's like well I tried back to the car <laughs> that's the thing with this episode it should have just been about her issue every time they cut back to this bullshit space race I was like I do not fucking care yeah I don't that care yeah, another- this is distracting from what should be the emotional core of the episode mm. this is dumb I hate it, like, and it made I was- Tom
2: look like a bad boyfriend that he just doesn't notice any of this
0: Yeah, like, I would have liked a better scene with him trying, even if he still failed, trying to get more out of her. And the idea of building the ship, the space race, all that could have been interesting on its own, Mm -hmm. or at least in a different with a different second plot. Like, this was a terrible combination because the whole let's go get the probe thing is inherently supposed to be kind of like fun and exciting and oh, but it's like. You're juxtaposing this against some really dark shit, and this does not work. It,
1: it makes sm- it's not great when they try to smush together like tonally, yeah. like opposing like A and B plots. Yeah, and they're True. always doing it, like always. But
0: this is uh, this is one of those really bad. Examples.
1: Oh no, it's pretty egregious. Yeah, I have to agree.
2: Yeah, like I could never tell how dangerous this mission, this little, little go into the the atmosphere of the planet was going to be. Because Belana's like, looking to go and hurt herself in the atmosphere. And yeah. everyone else is just, like, built, like, having fun in the garage. Yeah. Trying to put wings on this thing. Put, put, like, what, did, what did Tom try to build on it? A spoiler.
1: Oh, yeah, those
0: extra something, I forget what he called them, but some kind of wing. Which, like, Tom, you already had an aerodynamic design. You've now fucked that up.
1: Do you need aerodynamic designs in space?
0: Well, it's a shovel though, so in theory, it's going to go oh, into okay, atmosphere sometimes. Enough. Yeah, yeah, fair enough.
3: I thought one thing I did think was interesting is that it's seven suggests changing the hull material, yeah. and and like Bolan like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then later, it's the hull that breaches. So, well, see what's interesting I though. If seven didn't have the best idea, I don't
0: know if they took her idea though, because I feel like they said the Malon were using. I'm pretty sure the metal she had suggested. Hmm. And that, so it's, it's unclear if they actually did use the ones she suggested in the final design or not. Right. But it also now, may have had less to do with the metal and more the actual structure for Summer, cause they had to rush some stuff, you know?
2: Oh, that's true. The rush job was probably an element. Now those on died in there, right?
0: Oh yeah, and we laughed about it. <laughs> They're
2: having yeah. trouble
3: climbing out.
2: <laughs> I know, yeah. and they treat it like it's a joke.
3: It's like, wow, I mean, the Melon are assholes. Are, are they so, better yeah. than the
2: Kazon? Well,
3: I, I mean, better
1: in what sense? Like more efficient and competent? <laughs> yes. <laughs> knowing
0: their yeah, knowing their history, I understand why the Kazon are the way they are. Uh-huh. The Malon, the Malon are just Captain Planet villains. <laughs> they yeah. hate the environment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm glad they found a new dumping ground for their waste. <laughs>
0: Well, remember, though, that seemed to be that one guy was using the void or mm. whatever. These yeah, guys normally now. go somewhere else. The, those, that first batch, though, were really stupid. The ones that chased the probe into the planet directly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I think in the intro I said that was Vrelk. But no, that was not. I forgot there was actually a first ship that was just like, fuck it, let's go! And boom. But, yeah. Like, I, I feel like you even could have... You could have worked even the Delta flyer aspect in better. Really, just how showing, like they did, kind of try to use to show how little she cares. But again, it was the stuff with it was just too tonally different. Because again, everyone else was. If you had better juxtapose like their sort of like exuberance to her, not, not exuberance in in a different way somehow. But it was just it felt incidental. You know in what head. I
2: didn't really understand was why exactly is this probe this important. Cause they send it off to go probe and it's it's some new thing, new new probe technology that they're using or something that I only read about in a book. And I expected them to just go let it self-destruct in something. But yeah. they need they need it so bad to get it back. It's a probe. You lose these things all the fucking time
0: yeah like
1: like kind of their job isn't it to to fire it off and never get it back
0: like yeah I don't know if it really like you said if it really is like if there's something you don't want falling into anyone else's hands then destroy it blow it up yeah like even if they like just thrown in a a line about like shit something happened and the self destruct isn't working
2: the science lab my mobile emitter is in there (laughs) But yeah, like, yeah.
0: ah, dang it. It, you know, something went wrong. It's not accepting the destruct code or something. Then at least you could kind of justify, it. Like, like, that would have been good. Like, better explanation as to why it was so damn important to get this right. idiot thing back.
3: Did we, uh, did we already talk about the reappearance of, uh, Kirk's, uh, oh, not
0: yet, but I meant to bring uh, it up.
3: Skydiving. Bring it up. Yeah. So in the opening scene when, uh, Vilana's doing skydiving, she's wearing. A costume that we haven't actually seen before, but we have, sort of, because it was from a deleted scene in Generations where Kirk was skydiving. And it is
0: actually just, they just took that one and and modified it to fit her.
3: Yeah, I can't imagine built another costume and made it look exactly like that one, considering no one has seen that one before.
0: Yeah, well, I was wondering, you know, there's always an off chance they could have thrown it out or something but they still had it nice and good for them
2: and they got yeah, it to was, fit dawson
0: yeah because i looked it up because like oh want i want that's i'm pretty sure that's what shatner's looked like and so i looked it up and it's like oh that is shatner's in fact
2: yeah well, I do it like wasn't the too look hard
1: to make it fit her after he had had it on to be fair it was during film times he was a little paunchier back then
0: oh yeah no it's yeah she and she's you know but you, you what you you were saying something
1: oh, oh, I sorry, liked Ames, I didn't...
0: oh yes i yes. Yeah, it was, a, it was a nice bit of not continuity, continuity, like Jake said.
2: Yeah, and I think that like the it's got all these like shiny square panels which are distinct and they look cool. It looks like a futury thing, but also like like what it's meant for is like it's meant to keep you from like bursting into flames when you enter an atmosphere when you're orbital skydiving.
0: Yeah, it's like how there's you know there's tile on the underside of um, the space shuttle for that.
2: Oh, cool. I kind
1: of feel like lower decks should take note because I feel like this is how you do fan service that isn't like totally wanky jerking yourself off fan service. You know what I mean? Because it yeah. feels like if you're a big fucking nerd and you know, oh god, that's the spacesuit that they used. You didn't get to see the deleted scenes, then that's much better. I don't know. I just think yeah. No, just before this note,
0: well, this is yeah. This is probably before even like DVDs were out with special features, so you'd have to have seen like some sort of on tv making of or you had to have that uh kirk in orbital skydiving gear action figure Mm. Oh, that's right
2: those exist
1: yeah yeah, we
0: have one chris chris gave it to me i had one yeah
1: oh did you yeah i saw one in uh
0: kamikaze i think one day look at you but yeah because they'd already planned and made the toys before they decided to cut the scene so they're like oh we're still gonna sell them we made them yeah
2: but yeah, if, they, if this were a Lower a lower Decks reference, they wouldn't just show the the costume. They, they'd be like, oh, is that the orbital skydiving man, like maneuvering costume that Kirk wore? And they'd be like, yeah, Captain Kirk, he's our favorite. He's from the original series. And they'd this underline actually, it several times.
0: <laughs> didn't they actually, because again, I haven't seen it, but I feel like I saw in a trailer for the new season. Didn't they actually do an orbital skydiving thing? Or am I making that up? I feel like I remember seeing someone like have a parachute and smack into a wall.
3: Uh, I don't remember. Sounds like something that might have happened.
0: I feel like it was based more on the Kelvin yeah. or the skydiving yeah, than with the, the Generations the- one, though.
3: Exactly. Yeah. That's the one more people know. Yeah,
0: because it was actually in the movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we don't even really see it here because she gets cut off before she can open her chute. I did like that, that, that the program sort of held her up for a second so she could step down.
2: Oh, yeah, that was a kind of cool effect.
1: Yeah. I was wondering, like, what was going to happen, because I was like, fuck, if you cut the program right in the middle of a skydive, like, I was thinking, like, you know how in X-Men at Night when he bamps if he bamps while he's falling, he's still going to, like, land at the same velocity he oh, was he's, falling? he keeps mm. his
3: momentum. Well, yeah. here's the thing, though. So I kind
1: of wondered if it was going to be like that.
3: I don't think she could actually have much momentum. I think because the most she could fall is whatever the height of the Oh yeah, that's Holodeck true. A couple of
2: feet, ten feet or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a fan blowing from under her.
0: Yeah, yeah. but even like even that if that was the case,
3: if there was a fan blowing up from under her, and you turn the fan off, she would still only actually fall. A few yeah, the feet. momentum is the momentum is definitely mostly simulated. Yeah, it's just mm. you know it's like VR. There's just clouds rushing past you.
0: Yeah, mm. that's the thing. I guess even even with the safeties off, like
3: like ooh, I I, I hurt my knee.
0: Yeah, you Not realistically only. only feel fall can fall so far.
1: Yeah, but I think with like turning the safeties off, you're more worried about like actually getting shot or actually. Oh getting yeah, or, or and, Yeah,
2: yeah. How does Bolana have so much holodeck time when we established earlier that Chakotay has been saving up for like weeks and he's got three hours?
0: Well, remember he'd been saving up during a period where they weren't sh- they weren't going to have access to power reserves, so they may have. It may have oh. taken maybe the Rationing
3: isn't as strict, uh,
2: even though Tom's in there all the time playing Doctor Chaotica.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. she has yes, maybe Tom donated some of his, but no, no, he didn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tom still has holiday time saved up from when he was like doing that um, bedding ring in Sandreens. <laughs> <dreams.
0: laughs> you notice know she makes Vorik give him hers, give her Good. his, because he's not using it anyway. Because he's a Vulcan, and they're yeah, boring. He's
1: still in love with her. No cuz he's also a creep. No, yet. No, I love Warwick. I don't care if he's a creep. <laughs> I am what I am. Can't help it, Ames. Um, and
2: I'm utterly disgusted. Anything else on this? Oh, in the in the Delta flyer, I just I just made a, the, the the silliest comment that Tom's chair loves swiveling. Tom just fucking adored swiveling all the fucking time.
0: <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's it
2: was like constantly just playing in the chair. It was quite cute.
0: <sighs> I wasn't keen on that angle they kept using during the descent. The like,
2: oh
1: yeah, camera right on it in
0: the front, looking back yeah. towards the. It's like they were filming on a dash
1: cam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did feel like that.
0: Well, and it, I, I don't know if they used a weird lens, but it almost gave it like fisheye crazy vibes.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, it just, it was a choice, a slightly weird one. I just, I don't know, it it just gave it a weird effect that I wasn't keen on.
2: Yeah, it seemed strange, considering normally the angles they use are just realistic-looking angles.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess they were taking advantage of the fact that this was, for them, a very unique cockpit design. Like, let's really take advantage of it, but it was just like, ah, this is weird, and I don't like it. And also, again, I can appreciate Tom's desire for tactility. But he has created a ship no one else can pilot.
2: Uh, Very on purpose because it's
1: his toy. I hope it's like Mario sounds when you push the buttons.
2: (laughs) 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 Bling, bling. He paints Uh. all the the missiles to look like shells. (laughs) That'd be amazing.
0: That or Bullet Bills.
1: Yes, oh Oh my god. Bullet Bills. That's so funny. But of course he wouldn't even know what Mario
0: is. Uh, Cubic, uh, uh, he's an expert on the 20th century. He has a whole program that is just a 1980s bedroom with a Nintendo. You gotta, you gotta blow into the cartridge to make it work.
2: Once a week he watches that Mario movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh. He makes Balana watch with him, and that's why she's actually depressed.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> that's why most of us are depressed.
2: <laughs> I can't find the natural segue, so here it is. In drone, which we discussed a couple minutes ago, oh no! Wow, it's our first transporter accident in a little while. So we True. wanted to talk about all the times we've entirely like ruined Chris's day by having horrible transporter accidents, because there I have mean, been a good number of them.
0: There's only one I find genuinely upsetting.
2: I huh, But
1: it's TMP? the first one we
0: talk about. Yes. Mm. So, a uh, quick, quick clarification. I assume we don't include Mirror Mirror in this.
2: I do.
3: That's an oh, enemy yeah,
0: okay. transporter. That's,
2: that is that is that was brought about by a transporter.
0: Okay. There alright then. Cool. Well it, but the Does first one. Does that make one, a course, difference
2: for you or
0: No, I just wasn't sure if we'd talk about it. The first one we see is Double Kirk, right?
2: Yeah, the enemy within.
3: hmm Double Kirk, Double Dog. Yeah, Zag. I think technically the dog came first, didn't it? Yes, yes. True. I don't Such remember a cute what little
0: tricera pup. Exactly, the explanation was there. I know the atmosphere was weird. Doubled up Kirk somehow. Yeah, I don't something think they got was too weird deep about that it.
2: specific that specific instance. And I thought, yeah, that, for the first time we saw a transporter accident in the, in the show, you're like, oh yeah, these things are fucking terrifying. There are they many make, things that can go wrong.
0: They are an existential nightmare. Yeah, I also feel like, you know, especially TOS was way less concerned about trying to explain the science as much. There's like uh, the atmosphere's funky. Yeah, and this yeah there's a dog. Some dog in it. There we go. I don't
2: know. Is is there much science behind some of these? Like the other like later on, like what was what was the rationality in Mirror Mirror? Same thing?
0: The dog At- was atm- back? <laughs> atmospheric conditions again actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah atmospheric sub- con- right. and that's actually I think that's what causes double Riker even. Yep. Atmospheres are bad for transporters. <laughs> yeah, I think like
3: with Riker, it showed, like, half of the beam getting reflected back, and half of it Yeah, through. Yeah.
0: But somehow both got a whole Riker. Doesn't make mm-hmm. a ton of sense. And they were the same guy as opposed to, you know, split Kirk, where it was, like, wimpy oh, yeah. Kirk and grumpy Kirk.
2: Yeah, like, like I understand the, oh yeah, oh no, it created two Kirks because of all the stuff that's happening. The, why why they've been split in this way is very silly.
0: Yeah, and th- their whole thing was just we just want to do evil Kirk and good Kirk. We don't they really, did. we're not super concerned about it making scientific sense. We just want to have this analysis of the human condition. We want to, we want to basically do what if you could split Jekyll and Hyde? They did. Whereas the Riker thing was more of a just what happens if you find out you've got a transporter clone yeah. that what is your, you?
2: What is identity? Which one is which one is Riker? Both? Oh shit. <laughs> Quick, send one to the Cardassian mines.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, then you know, mirror mirror causing an interdimensional breach.
3: Yep. Classic.
0: Kicking off everyone's favorite alternate universe. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yep. If that were if that were the only instance of seeing the mirror universe, I'd be all about it. Yeah. But then it is emphatically not. And they Okay.
0: Let's be fair. One trip, I mean, I love all of them, but I feel like you would tolerate one trip to DS9 Mirror Universe just so Intendant Kira could exist.
3: Mm.
2: I would
1: certainly Uh,
0: allow it. But just see her once, not eight times. I don't know, I I
2: think it would depend on the placement, because I think they did it way too early in Deep Space Nine. Fair. And I think they do it way, they do it like the fucking third episode of Discovery or some shit.
3: Well, the whole first season of Discovery, spoiler alert, was like a Mirror Universe thing. Plot, it turned out, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I felt like it was a cop-out like anything, but...
0: I will say, though, and again, I, I, I'm i a bad example because I love most of the Mirror Universe. but Even uh, Mirror
2: Barial? Oh my!
0: Mirror Barial is so much more fun than regular Barial.
2: <laughs> well, that's a
1: really damning with faint praise.
0: But it just proved that, they, oh, this guy actually can act. Beryl's just a pill. I, I, I will... I, it will be interesting to see what everyone thinks of the Enterprise one. The Enterprise oh, one is... Fucking great.
3: Mm, yeah.
2: By Chris's definition of great.
0: Yes, it is. So
2: it's up there with Time Zero Part
0: 1. It is It is a beautiful camp fest.
3: They should have just called it Time Zero Part 3 for how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Well, other transporter events I can think of. We have our, are our old Are there any more in TOS? Beth.
2: Not that I could think of, unless you're counting the motion picture.
3: No, it's the movies.
0: Mm. Okay. Anything in only TAS? TAS, yeah, me, I don't think TAS had. I don't right? remember anything in TAS.
2: If there are, I don't remember them. Either. I've
0: suppressed most of that show, so
2: for the best. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I know recently they came up with. There's a new director's cut of the motion picture that was up on Paramount Plus. Yeah. That apparently they made the transporter accident scene more disgusting.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
2: that they could up the rating, because otherwise I think it was still PG. <laughs> Fair or enough. something or G even maybe I don't remember but they wanted to to like gross it up a little bit more so that it would get a higher rating.
0: Yeah, well that and I guess they they cut Shatner's reaction cuz it was
2: for the best. It was too stupid.
0: Badly delivered.
2: Badly delivered. Bad line. Bad Shatner. Uh, so I, so I, I watched the two I watched the two side by side. Mm. Because of course I did. The differences are actually subtle. Like the yeah, yeah. the visual effects don't change at all. It's, it, it looks still exactly the same. But if in the first one, there was kind of like the transporter noise happening. And then that one being goes, Rah! Rah! And that's pretty yeah. much it. Like the kind of noise that, that you can't really even call like a scream or a shout because it's just a noise that comes out of it. They added a little bit more like grumbling noise Ugh. between between the two Raz mm. that the director described as basically make it sound like she's trying to scream, but doesn't have a mouth
0: like that story,
2: like that story, like that Harlan Ellison story. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so the, the difference is very subtle. I don't even I don't even think I would call it much grosser in terms yeah, of I, the noise.
0: Yeah, I think the main improvement from what they've said because I haven't seen the new version is is just cutting the Shatner reaction.
2: Yeah, because it was too silly. Yeah,
0: yeah. and either way, I, I, I fucking Jesus, I, that scene. Oh, I hate that scene. I love uh, it. It really, it really just makes because like, oh, this is why Doc's afraid of these things. Yeah, well, who this wouldn't is be? horrible? Yeah,
3: I actually, I I think I thought of one from TAS. If you'd call it, oh, this. No. if you'd call, I don't know if you'd call it a transporter accident. Um, it's from our favorite, uh, our favorite oh, no. episode. Bam? Oh,
2: no. It's this one. There was
3: the fucking Wily e. Coyote scene where they beam down <laughs> and they're standing at the edge of a cliff, except they're just off the edge of the cliff. And then they hang in midair for a second and then fall in. I forgot about that. Bam,
2: did something silly. See, that's the that's, thing. I, it's not an accident because Bem did that on purpose. Well,
3: true. The okay. real because accident, he's a
0: jerk. The real accident there was the thing not killing Bem, yeah. True. <laughs> if anyone deserved to die in a horrific transporter accident, it's Bem.
2: Yes, agreed.
0: God, I hate Bem.
2: As you should. Yeah.
1: So and we then, touched yeah. upon
2: second chances a little bit, because it's yeah. it's a very similar to The Enemy Within of just creating a double, a double person.
0: A double Mint Riker.
1: oh man Uh, i'd love to double my pleasure and my fun with that just kidding
2: my least favorite transporter accident that i'm just i'm appalled by and i hate very very much is fucking rascals
3: oh yeah
0: oh i didn't even think of that I, I forgot that one. was a transporter. Heck That's a goofy episode. Oh, it's
2: so annoying. And the science makes no sense. Oh, whatsoever. Like, oh no, you've reverted back to children because the transporter took away your post pubescent something. Yeah. It oh, changed. it's so it's so innocuous and makes no sense. And then you and yeah. then you're stuck with horrible child actors for the rest of the episode.
0: Yeah. God. Ugh.
2: So that one. Oh. Don't and then
0: there's yeah no there was God Ensign Rowe got caught in two transporter accidents yeah
2: yeah because there's that one
0: and uh, her and Jordy turned to ghosts
2: yeah in the next phase oh, right well yeah. was that
3: transporter or was that just because they were close to the Romulan cloaking device when it like did something I think
2: I think it's transporter because they're not they don't they don't beam back uh, to to wherever they're trying to beam.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. They both got beamed into a I think weird it was place. kind of a both. Yeah, it was like it was like it. a confluence of events that led yeah. to yeah.
2: That. Yeah, and that's a pretty good episode. Like that, that was pretty cool. They they revisit that kind of idea in a lower decks episode. Of course, they do. I think that one's much ado about Boimler, but I don't like all none of the lower decks episodes resonate with me or episode mm. titles resonate with me. I think it's that one, which is a decent enough conceit.
0: There's—I don't remember if this was an accident or on purpose—but there's the episode where like Barkley is seeing things in the transporter beam. Oh, realm beam of fear!
2: Yeah, it turns
0: out they're people in like suspension somehow. Yeah,
2: that one's weird. Yeah, I still—I still don't know what I think about that one because it's just bizarre.
0: I honestly forgot about it until you got me thinking for this week. Like, oh, what have we seen? Because the again, the obvious ones are double Kirk, double Riker, TMP.
2: Freaking rascals! Mirror,
0: mirror, ra- ra- rascals! I somehow forgot about completely. I really, oh, I. Can't. I remembered I... Barkley and his transporter worms, <laughs> but I forgot about rascals.
1: Wow. Transporter worms sounds disgusting.
2: Okay, here's about, here's the next question. Would you count relics? Oh, is well, that the one well, where Scotty shows up? Well,
1: it's That's because Scotty's, Scotty's friend
3: died in the transporter buffer. He did that on purpose, though. Wait, well, he put himself in it him on purpose. I guess you could say that. His friend, who was also in the buffer, that died mm. because the buffer That's a sort of yeah. Failed. So that, I I degraded. say that counts. They yeah, the, the guy dying because back. of it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But those yeah. are all the TNGs I could think of because they they did a lot of with the transporter in TNG. They did more yeah. than I thought they did. Yeah, I, yeah, you think transporter accident? You're like, oh yeah, that thing's always acting up in the original series. But no, TNG dipped into that well quite a lot.
1: Well, they did have twice as much show.
3: That's true. Wasn't there, um, wasn't the episode with the Phantom of the Opera also, I mean, I guess that was more of a murder. Didn't he murder? Oh yeah, he did by fucking with the transporter.
2: Yeah, yep. that's in the darkness and the light. Kira's yeah. resistance friend gets oh. really horribly murdered. Yeah, you just that watch one, the, that's the, the...
3: almost as bad as the as the T- TMP one. The, yeah, the it doesn't
2: make noise, so it didn't no. affect Chris as much. But then the body like, doesn't they she as you, like a the... smoking skeleton or something. Yeah, it was gross. It was really <laughs> bad. It
0: had like hair I somehow, and shit on it. I somehow
3: forgot all about that.
2: I'll put a picture of it on the on the it's Tumblr. It's
3: fucking nasty. Yeah, no, I'm yeah sure it's it pretty is.
2: bad. It like turned inside out and exploded. And yeah. exploded. <laughs> oh yeah, do we count?
3: Do we count Galaxy Quest uh, transporter yes. accident?
2: <laughs> of course we do. Thank you. It's the Thank best you, Star Trek movie ever.
3: Yeah, I mean it's user error, but it's still an accident.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another one. Would you count Our Man Bashir, or is that kind of like its own thing? Because I'm, I might, I'll put it in the Tumblr post.
3: Everyone should be reading along involved, with the Tumblr post. You know. I mean, they—they're oh, they right,
1: had... transporting out, and what gets stuck in the holodeck, right? Is that that? Yeah, one?
3: Well, there was something they wrong, had... and they had to temporarily store them in the holodeck's matrix or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. And no, I mean, it wouldn't have happened even if it wasn't caused. The solution was brought up because something was up with a transporter. So let's go with sure.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. good. And that's a very, really, really fun episode.
0: It is. It's it a
2: good use of a transporter accident, because a lot of them are either to be fucking horrifying just as a way to die or yeah. a way to have a really fun existential crisis. Yes. But this one was to bring about like a new kind of adventure that we weren't expecting before.
0: Yep. Yep. That was Eddington, too. He, he Him and uh, Rom cooked that up together. Yeah. They
2: did. Good on Eddington. Still love him.
0: Yep. He was
3: really disappointed when they
0: got put into Julian's program and not Les Miserables.
2: would you think of something jake
3: uh well i uh, i mean another obvious one so we have people split in two but we also have two people merged into one in tuvix
2: we do that's a really good example because that's that's an that's an entirely new kind of existential crisis to have
3: Mm yep good episode too
2: really good episode great to think about that episode yep there's also past tense when we go back to the bell riots
3: oh yeah Yep, that was a that was a oh, transporter. Oh yeah, that was, that
0: was yep. too
3: oh, many. Man, that's a too many chronitrons.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Time particles got in my soup. Yep.
2: Yum, delicious. Bananas got in my pancakes.
1: <laughs> also delicious.
2: Yeah, and mm. and other than drone, which we saw today and just discussed, and I liked drone all a lot. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it was cute. Um, there's a mention. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Wayun Five, I believe, dies by transporter accident. Well, isn't
3: it implied that Damar
2: it very much murdered is. <laughs> him?
3: Oh, right. We don't actually with like this
0: is something that happens off screen that we hear yeah, about or something, right? It's just
2: mentioned when a new Wayun pops up and says, "I'm right. the new Wayun" because the last one died in a transporter accident. Well, dot,
0: glaring dot,
3: dot. <laughs> directly at Damar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that was implied to be a murder, which I guess if you're going to count the darkness and the light, you got to count that one, too, then, because they're both murders,
2: Murders, most foul.
0: We will have two that I can think of in Enterprise.
2: Do we see them or? Yes. (gasps) Oh, fun.
0: One of them is kind of unpleasant. The other is actually kind of like the episode really hinges around it uh, not hinges around is based on it, for lack mm-hmm. of a different. We actually meet the inventor of the, telepor- the transporter.
2: Oh, that's cool. Do you know yeah. the names of the episodes, or shall I just find them online and put them in our Tumblr post, links below?
0: I unfortunately don't know off the top of my head. Again, you know, if you haven't seen... The first thing I can... It might even be in the pilot or in, like, the second episode. It's a very minor thing. It's not a big spoiler. But the second one, like I said, it kind of is the point of the episode. Yeah, the whole so episode
3: is, is the guy. Revolves
0: around, that's what I wanted. So beware oh, reading me. up on that one if you haven't seen it and don't want spoilers.
2: I don't care about spoilers at this point, so.
0: No, I, I meant the audience.
2: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, speaking fr- of, if, if you care about spoilers, there's, there's another Lower Decks episode. Massive spoiler! They split someone in two like they did on other episodes. Oh, God, yeah,
0: I read about Lower that. Decks, of course Lower Decks
2: did. treads that ground again.
0: Ugh.
2: It's a, it's a, there is a great joke at the end of it, though. So, oh, fair enough. So I allow it.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. Also, if we're talking out of franchise, French fries. Uh, fries. Are French fries? Are we <laughs> we're out of French fries? <laughs> mm. When they, uh, when they, you know, because we mentioned this earlier, when they put President Scrooge's head on the wrong way.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> In <laughs> In tell you my ass <laughs> was <about>. so big.
0: <laughs> yeah, and spaceballs. Remember they?
3: They transport, I don't remember this. They, yeah, beam, they, him, they beam him in the, in the, you know, spoiler on the joke. The joke is that he they literally beamed him from the next room over.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they put his head on backwards.
2: Ah, uh, okay. I um, don't remember this scene.
0: Yeah. As one Jake day, said, one he, day
2: we'll cover Spaceballs.
0: He looks down and goes, how come nobody told me my ass was so big? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good movie.
2: It's such a good movie.
0: It's an okay movie.
3: Surrounded it's, it's by the, assholes. By which I mean the, Jake.
2: The best Star Wars movie, Jake means. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know no, if
1: I
0: would agree
2: enough. with that. But I
1: do.
0: Rogue One's no. pretty
1: good.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say
3: Rogue One's pretty good. <laughs> it's probably better than at least half of the Star Wars movies.
2: Wow, that's more. I'd say way more than that.
3: <laughs> mm. At least
2: yeah. three quarters. Oh yeah, so definitely keep an eye because all of these uh transporter accidents are going to be up on our Tumblr sshbpodcast.com tumblr's like not not letting me link to things the same way anymore which is kind of frustrating tumblr's garbo well you want to make us a blog website jake
3: no because no one will find it then you (laughs) got to be in the social uh in the social networking scene but i wish there was a better alternative to tumblr Mm.
2: what's medium like
3: also garbo
2: uh, yeah, so check out all, all of our other uh, b- b- blog posts over on the Tumblr until Jake makes us a new entire social <clears throat> Tumblr sharing thing.
0: The There'll be other
2: work. other stuff on there. We talked about ships recently. We just wrapped up season four. Check out our, our season wrap blog post there. Good stuff. All kinds of good stuff all over that Tumblr. Next week, however, we have more Voyager to talk about. Ooh. Two more episodes next week. They're going to be In the Flesh... And once upon a time. Uh oh. So look forward to that next week. I, I I'm sure they're both episodes of Voyager. TBD. Uh, I just,
0: until... I hear once upon a time, and I immediately thought of that awful thoughts becoming reality episode of DS Nine.
2: Thoughts becoming reality. Oh, oh fascination.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. With no, the, that's not. With, that's not with it. Rip it's Rip Van Winkle or. That's not fascination.
2: It was. I forget what it's called. But yeah, some awful thing.
0: Cisco's baseball hero.
2: When Wishes Um, Were Horses.
0: Yeah, there we go. I'm worried it's going to be something akin to that.
2: Join us next week. Find out if Chris finds it akin to that. Huzzah. (laughs) Uh, Until next week, if you want to catch up on any of other episodes, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Apple and Google and all the other ones. We're we're on all the podcast things. Use your favorite. Uh, We're also on Facebook and Twitter, which we'll post these things to every so often. And we're also just having a nice day in real life. The end. This has been Ames. <laughs> this has been Caitlin.
3: This has been Jake. And this is akin to Chris.
2: <laughs> Chris, step into this transporter.
3: Do I no, cut George off George Lucas neck.
2: What? I what does that even mean? myself in the camera.
3: You know what it means. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Poor Jake.
0: <laughs> no, do do not click on that. Damn it.
2: What's happening now?
0: Well, I despise that. Oh,
1: that's cute. No, it isn't.
0: <laughs> she clicked on the other link Jake sent.
1: Jake, stop sending links. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm glad somebody finally yeah. got to see it. It's fucking horrible. I
2: think it's funny.
3: It's funny. It's hilarious.
2: <laughs> okay, we should either share this or cut this. No, don't no, share no, it. I'm this is getting cut.
3: No, I am not sharing it. that. <laughs>